Buddy, welcome back to another episode of the Gonzaga Nation podcast. Christian Pedersen joined by Dan Dickow. We are back in what feels like, I, I sort of want to say the post-apocalyptic college world that we now live in, where uh, the traditional governments have fallen and everything is anarchy while schools move all across the country to realign. Um, we have talked a lot about this as WCC specific, but also a little bit of this is general specific. We want to, I think as we go into the school year, just kind of, you know, let's get all of it left that we've got conference realignment talk out of the way. Let's empty the file on it and let's uh, let's move forward. Dan, you and I both were athletes who, uh, well, baseball players are athletes, quote unquote. Uh, you guys were both, you and I were both athletes that participated in pack sports. I want to say it was pack eight or 10 when you were there. Um, Easy on the pack eight there. It was the pack 10 for sure. No, no, I was, <laughs> pack eight was like the seventies. <laughs> yes, my mom was a pack eight rower. Uh, okay. You were pack 10. I was pack 10. I was pack 12. Like we what just, we have West coast ties. You were one of the best WCC basketball players of all time. So you are the, that, you know, you have done it for the people that they want to hear it, but we both are familiar with kind of what this means to the West coast. And now it's over. Is the pack West happening is Gonzaga now the preeminent power broker on the West Coast? Like, I'm a little bit confused as to, I don't see a way that the pack anything ever comes back. And I almost feel like the WCC is now, or maybe they're, they're vying with the Mountain West for like, who yeah, I mean, is the new big kid on the block? Like, what, what are your thoughts? There's so many ways and directions then that this can go. And, and we've touched on it a little bit over the last couple of weeks, but it keeps needing to be talked about because it seems like every couple of days there's a great article that comes out with someone who's got insight from a new conversation. Um, I don't want to say from a power broker, but from somebody who's in the know or a decision maker. So, you know, I, I think right now Gonzaga is poised well being in the WCC. If you just look at the conference is next year uh, after all this alignment begins, right? The WCC is the best basketball conference on the West Coast, followed closely by the Mountain West, right? I mean, when you when you have Gonzaga, I think that automatically goes, uh, puts you at the top slot. St. Mary's is the top 25, automatically keeps you at that top slot. The Mountain West might be deeper per se with depth for the middle ground, at least historically, but the WCC has gotten better, I think. So, you know, that's something to, to, to talk about really quick and touch upon. But when you talk about what's going to be the lay of the land and is the pack two schools that are remaining being Oregon state, Washington state going to go to the mountain West. And I touched on this a week or two ago. That's a very strong possibility. I think those schools fit as far as geographically, because a lot of the mountain West um, when you look at it, Colorado State is in a Fort Collins, a smaller city. Laramie for University of Wyoming is a smaller city. You look at um, a few of those type of cities in, in college towns that fits right better than that fits alongside Pullman and Corvallis. But the, the interesting thing is the Pac-12 and the, the Pac, whether it was the Pac-8, the Pac-10, the Pac-12, that league and that name recognition carries a lot of weight. It carries a lot of money that is uh, by way of success in the NCAA tournament that has to get divvied up. So all these teams and programs 
athletic departments that have left to go to different places and leagues, there's still money in the pot that has to be distributed. And when they leave, they forfeit that money. So right now, the way I understand it is that money goes to Oregon State and to Washington State. So if a if they wanted to make a run at rebuilding the PAC, whatever you call it, calling it the PAC West, bringing some Mountain West schools, maybe taking a run at some WCC schools, they might have some money to, to throw there. You might also have some name recognition for your media rights to be of value and entertain some thoughts there. The question, though, is, is remember a couple months back, and you would know this because you live in San Diego. San Diego State wanted to get out of the Mountain West and go to the Pac-12, right? They would have had to pay an exit fee. What if there was a merger between the Pac-2 and the Mountain West that would not force anybody to pay a merger or, sorry, an exit fee, and you would merge those two entities together? Would the Pac-12 network stay? You know, what would the Mountain West media rights deals look like? Because currently CBS Sports Network has a deal with them. FS1 has a smaller one with them, but it doesn't rival what the Pac-12 networks uh, tries to do in its entirety every year. So those are a couple big picture thoughts that continue to come to mind. And if that were to come to fruition, do they take a run at Gonzaga? Do they take a run at St. Mary's, even though they don't have football? So I, I saw you the wheel spinning in your I, head. I kept going. Throw your question out. Well, no, you, so you 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 bring up something that I kind of keyed in on when I was doing show prep for this today. And I know I do show prep. I'm just the, the comic jester here. Uh, but and I want to ask this in a way that is not disrespectful to the WCC. But is there an inherent increase in value from teams like LMU and St. Mary's moving from being in the WCC to being in the Pac-12? If they are the same schools playing in just a different conference, is there an increase in the media? Because it felt to be like, yes, the Pac-12 doesn't have enough media money to save USC and UCLA, but it also felt like maybe this is a, you know, this is a, a snail moving into a larger shell and able to grow into it by being the Pac-12. Am I am I way off on that or could there? Like- well, I mean, that's that, that's a good point. That's a good that's that's another rabbit rabbit hole to go down, because I think with this con- conference realignment, you can go in so many different ways and it makes sense in so many different ways. Um, but I, I think when you when you look at the two schools that are left for the pack, right? Those are not media markets whatsoever. Corvallis, Pullman. They're just or not. Are they traditional so, powerhouses within the uh, within the No, company. they've been very they've been really good in cycles. I mean, Washington State's been good in cycles at many different sports, right? Oregon State just made an elite eight run uh, a couple of years back, and their football team is poised uh to have a heck of a year right now. But looking like they might win the Pac two championship. They could, but but they're cyclical with with their success. Typically, they're not. Um, you, you don't pencil them. You write them in pen as being a a contender yearly. Um, but when you look at those media markets, and then you add the media markets of, say, for example, the Mountain West, you're looking at San Diego. It's a good market, but it's not L.A. It's not the Bay Area. It's not Seattle even. You and look at Boise State, not huge. Is Los Angeles, USF, yeah. San Francisco, and even though, like you said, no football, no this, no that, it's still we put an L. There is a new Los Angeles team 
back in the Pac-12, does that inherently make LMU more valuable? I mean, I think it would, but then I think the WCC tries to play their cards in regards to what I was kind of talking about. Like, look, right, the Mountain West, then I think Boise is a nice size market, but it's not a media driver by any stretch. Las Vegas with UNLV would probably be the um, crown jewel of that league in regards to, you know, ability to drive uh, eyeballs with media. But at the same time, their basketball team hasn't been good in, in a long time. I think Kevin Kruger is doing a great job there. But when you think of Vegas, you're not it's not the Tarkanian days. You're, you're not going to Vegas. Say, there's nobody with paying attention to Vegas for basketball. Yeah. You're paying attention to Vegas for for gambling and different things. NBA Summer League, you think of. So what I'm getting at is the WCC is primed in some good media markets. Portland's a better media market than Oregon or sorry, uh, then Corvallis, uh, the Bay area for the WCC, where their hot offices are in the South Bay area. You've got St. Mary's San Francisco. Um, you've got Santa Clara. I mean, you're in, in Pacific's an hour and 15 minute drive away. Um, so you're covered in the Bay area and then the LA area that you alluded to LMU and Pepperdine are right there. You know, I, I think, and I've said this, I, again, I think, the the long-term best thought process would be a big East centric league for Gonzaga because it's basketball centric where you go to West division, a Midwest and an East that's all out of the picture for now, but say the WCC did want to expand. I think you got to look at, and, and some Gonzaga fans might not like me for saying this because it's in the backyard. I think you got to look at Seattle. U. it's a media market that is going to open a lot of doors, Right. Um, it's an up and coming program. They've been really good in the whack the last few years. Um, then the other one, the other two schools, if the WCC really wanted to get aggressive, because you could go from nine schools to 12 in a hurry. If you got three, these three schools done, you go Seattle, U, you go Denver, U. they're not great, right? But it's a bigger media market West of the Rockies. Okay. Or in the Rockies. So I'm not sure. They might be in the horizon. They might be in the summit. I'm not sure what league they're in right now, but it's a major media market. Then the third school that you go to to get up to 12 schools would be Grand Canyon University, also out of the whack, right? You got those three schools. I mean, you're covering the major media markets in the West Coast. You got, you'd got you have Seattle. You'd have Portland. You'd have the Bay. You'd have L.A. You'd have... Um, uh, Denver, and you'd have Phoenix. Holy cow, what more could you ask for? Yeah, then may, well, I'm sorry, the WCC also has San Diego. So you got that media market as well. I mean, you've got it all covered. About the only one that maybe you might want to, you know, kind of reach out to would be Boise State, but they're, they're, they're fine. They got football, they're covered there um, in the Mountain West. You know, that's something that who knows, keep your eye on that. You never know about that. Yeah, um, you're not wrong for forgetting USD. That campus is literally six oh minutes away from where I'm recording this, and I forget that they exist sometimes athletically. Okay. Uh, Denver is in uh, – look, uh, Steve Lavin, uh, all the smoke. You're welcome to come over and say hi whenever. Uh, Denver is in the Summit League. You are oh. absolutely right about these media markets. I also – I know that this is a basketball centric podcast and that's how we engage the lens through which we view most of this. But you're also you're talking about some schools that 
are really good at other stuff. Denver is one of the best men's lacrosse programs in the country. Gonzaga and USD both have really good baseball. USF has fantastic baseball. Like, you're not talking about things where it's like in the way that the WCC basketball season plays out is indicative of the strength of the rest of all of these schools across all the other sports. It would yeah. be fairly athletically successful conference on a national level. Yeah, and I think the other thing about those three schools in particular, when you look at the the WCC, they're private Christian universities. The majority of them are, are Catholic Jesuit schools. Seattle U, they fit that bill, right? Uh, Denver University, they fit that bill. Grand Canyon, private Christian university. Uh, I mean, those three schools fit the bi- bill much better than saying, hey, you know what? We like what UC Santa Barbara does. Let's go get them. That that That's not going to work. Um, so, you know, it's something that I think the, if you the, give it some thought, it makes sense. Could prevent some of that merger. Are you saying that like where you were saying there could be a, a WCC uh, Pac-12 merger? Like, does branching out outside of the smaller religious institutions become a barrier that WCC is not willing to cross and that schools would then have to leave outright to go to greener, bigger pastures? No, I don't think that's necessarily true, but I, I think, you know, those three schools that I mentioned, not having uh, a football program, the size of an Oregon state or a Washington state, or if you're talking a mountain West school that you might try to pull in like a Boise state or UNLV with, with the two next best media markets, those fair enough. Yeah, no, I get what you're those, saying. Those, those those make sense. Old, easy enough to come in without any yes. changes to all of it. And yes. then I closing that all out feels kind of like you're describing sort of the big East in the 1980s and nineties, like where Syracuse, Gonzaga, Rutger, like those, like you're worried about their basketball programs and nothing else all year long. Cause it's just a good solid throwdown. Like that feels yeah, like you never know. I mean, in the way that, again, the way that, uh, college athletics is going is, uh, you know, these larger conferences, right? I mean, you're looking at 16, 17, 18 teams in a couple of these conferences now. Um, you know, the WCC being one of the smaller ones with nine, yeah, it helps for scheduling. Um, but if you get the right schools, why not take a run at getting up to 12? I'm with it, man. I'm absolutely with it. We want to know what you guys think. So make sure you hit us up at Fan Nation Zags. On all the social media, you can find Dan at Dan Dickow 21 Not giving you out anything of mine because I, I don't want the smoke unless it's from USD basketball. And Go ahead, USD social, get at me. Uh, but seriously, we want to hear from your guys' input because this is – Dan and I know nothing about what's going on. Dan has been friends with commissioners, and we still have no actual insight as to where any of this ends up. So we're curious what you guys want in terms of how this all ends up and – who knows? Maybe we'll put betting odds out there uh, and, and get a community pool going for who's going to take which uh, which pundit square of where all this ends up settling out. Though we are your source for any more information like that. So until next time, Dan, we will say thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in. And make sure you search and subscribe Gonzaga Nation wherever you get your podcasts.